I once heard a story about a little boy that was spending his Saturday morning playing in a sandbox. He had with him a box of cars and trucks and a plastic pail with a shiny red plastic shovel. And in the process of creating roads and tunnels in the soft sand, he discovered a large rock in the middle of the sandbox. The boy dug around the rock and began to manage to dislodge it from the dirt with no or just even a little struggle he pushed and nudged the rock across the sandbox by using his feet he was a very small boy and the rock was fairly large when the boy then got the rock to the edge of the sandbox he found himself having to roll it up and over the little wall that was surrounding the sandbox. But the rock kept falling back into the sand pit. Determined, the little boy shoved, pushed, he pried. Every time he thought he had some progress, the rock would tip and then fall right back into the sandbox. The little boy grunted, struggled, pushed, shoved. But his only reward was to have the rock roll back, smashing his chubby little fingers. Finally, he burst into tears of frustration. All this time, the boy's father watched from the living room window. And at this moment, with tears falling from this little boy's face, a large shadow fell across the boy in the sandbox. Gently, his father firmly said, Son, why didn't you use all the strength that you had available? Defeated, the boy sobbed and said, I did. Dad, I, I did. I, I used all the strength that I had. And the father looked at him and said, No, son. He began to correct kindly. You didn't use all the strength you had. You didn't ask me. With that, the father reached down, picked up the rock, and removed it from the sandbox. This is Channel 3, Episode 18, the episode about frustration. So why would I choose this topic? I think it's because I've heard a lot of gamers lately just expressing their frustration a lot more than ever before. Whether it's the frustration of not being able to come across a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, because those are extremely hard to find. 
you got to be at the right place at the right time to get those systems. Like, I got mine on day one. And it was just because not only was I at the right place, but it was that I knew the right people. So I'm grateful that I didn't have to go through hoops and wait months and months because I have enjoyed the PlayStation 5 quite a bit. I've enjoyed playing Spider-Man. Miles is an amazing Spider-Man, and it's an amazing Spider-Man game. And it just looks so beautiful. And with the PlayStation 5, the loading times, there is no loading times. I, I think if I were to go back to the PlayStation 5, it would be very difficult because of that. I mean, I still do play a lot of my PlayStation 3, but... I go in knowing that I'm going to be waiting 20 to 40 seconds for a game to load up when these new systems, it's just spontaneous. And so that has freed up a lot of frustration of waiting. Because that's one thing that as gamers, yeah, we got sort of conditioned to, but it also got a little frustrating when we had to wait wait for loading times and so I understand we also get frustrated just at playing games and so that's, that's what I wanted to talk about but at the end I, I do have something in mind that I want to share and we'll save that towards the end of the show so my earliest remembrance of playing a video game and feeling frustrated was back when I had my NES. And I had a game called Popeye. I loved Popeye. Popeye was an amazing cartoon. Every morning before school, I would watch Popeye and I'd also watch The Three Stooges. I loved it. I love Popeye. I love Brutus. I love olive oil. I would do his voice. It was amazing when the movie came out with Robin Williams. He was perfect for that role. I mean, he did exactly the mannerisms and olive oil. I mean, it's like he did so good. And to think that Popeye, a child's game, would be one that is so easy. But it actually is so difficult. (laughs) It is one of the hardest games I remember playing as a kid and that is the first time that I think I recall a feeling frustration games can cause you to feel so frustrated because either you can't get past a level or you just can't get it and I understand that And it causes you frustration, and it causes you not to want to play that game. But for whatever reason, I still have fond memories of that game, playing it for hours. And not only that, 
when I would go to the arcade, they had an arcade cabinet that was Popeye. And the graphics were so much better than it was on the NES. And I remember playing and putting a quarter in and not lasting very long because that game was so difficult. And just feeling frustrated that I just lost a quarter. (laughs) We've all been there. We've all had those games in our lives that has called caused us to feel so frustrated and we either play them or we put them down. I'm so thankful that NES made their controller to be very un just difficult to even destroy. It I I beat that controller so hard at times because of the frustration and the anger and just just being aggravated at times with games that I'm grateful that my parents didn't have to buy controller after controller because there were games like Popeye or Ghosts and Goblins that would cause me to just throw the controller into a brick wall literally so thinking about frustration hearing the word lately quite a bit I was thinking about the rocks that are in my sandbox the rocks that I've had to ask to be removed and sometimes I have to play around these big rocks that are in my sandbox Vic 20 and I we have been gaming together for quite some time another game that I can really think about that I have really fond memories of playing at his house was on his Super NES Um, I didn't receive a Super NES till later I remember going with him to Kmart and he bought that And all we wanted to play was Super Mario World. I mean, we were so thrilled because we knew the graphics were going to be a step up from the NES. And then when they announced a Star Wars game was coming out for the NES, Super NES, we were so thrilled and so excited and so hyped that we're like, this is the best day of our lives. The day that that game was released, we picked up Star Wars. We could not wait. We knew that it was going to be a really good game. I remember we bought the cartridge and we opened up the box. We brought the cartridge out. We put it into the Super NES and pushed the power button. And the moment we saw the Star Wars scroll, we were amazed. We looked, we shouted. I remember these words coming out of our mouth. Oh my goodness. This is just like the movie. 
Because up until then, we had not seen graphics like this before. We had not seen something that could scroll like the Star Wars movie intro, and we were amazed. The music sounded like John Williams, but it really didn't because it was 16-bit sounds. (laughs) But yet, to our ears, it sounded perfect. And then we put the controllers on our hands to play this game. This was a whole new territory of frustration. If you've ever played Star Wars on the Super NES, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about people that are like really good at gaming had difficulty with this game. It was beyond frustrating. But we kept going and we kept trying to beat each level. Oh my gosh. I mean, once we beat a level, it was almost like, okay, let's put the controller down and let's breathe because right now we accomplished something. Each level was difficult, but yet we wanted to play it because it was our favorite movie of all time. You see, I don't remember even finishing that game, but what I remember the most is playing with my best friend, laughing, yelling, screaming at the TV, (laughs) and having to set the controller down and walk away for a little bit. It's funny because Greg and I, to this day, we are the same. We have not changed much. There's games that we still play today that frustrate us, that just makes us, as grown men, just, it causes us to go nuts. It's pretty funny, if you ask me. But if you're a gamer, you know that there are those games out there that frustrate you. Now let's even, let's talk about board games. How frustrating can a game of Monopoly be? It starts out just as pure as the white snow, but the ending is never good because someone always has the most money and has the most just everything and it gets so frustrating because one you're playing this game for hours see we play games not to lose but yet it's still a lot of fun 
of course we want to win. Of course we want to walk away where people are cheering and high-fiving and saying, wow, you did so good. But yet sometimes it's quite the opposite. Now, when I play games, especially with Greg, I honestly think Greg is the only person in my life that has really seen me upset, angry, frustrated. Because a lot of people in my life have only seen Happy Jay. You know, I'm, I'm, I am happy. I'm really a really chill person and... I try to be quick to forgive and forget and just kind of not stress about things that a lot of people would stress about. But I think Vic 20 is the one person that has seen me lose my stuff while playing a game. Mostly shooters. I mean... There are many games over the years, if I think about from the NES to the Super NES to my 3DO to the Genesis to the Super whatever. I mean, just everything, every game, there's, there's something out there that has caused me to be frustrated. And that's okay because not every game should be easy. I like some of these new games that are out that are not holding your hands and it there is a little learning curve and the difficulty is just it's just set and if you don't like it you don't have to play it but I I kind of like those games I don't know what it is about some of these games that are very difficult but it's almost like wow I I kind of like it and we keep going back no matter how frustrating it may be so Greg and I have been playing for quite some time I remember living out in California and he had uh, an Xbox and I had an Xbox well actually I don't think he had an Xbox I think we didn't start really playing games together until the 360 came out, to be honest. And that's when we just we we played a lot. And that was the coolest thing is because it kept us connected. We would play whatever. I like basically I wanted to play a game with him that he liked um because I wanted to spend time with my best friend. There were some games that he just did not like. Like, for instance, we would play hockey. I like hockey. I love going to hockey games. But honestly, playing hockey on a console was not my favorite thing. But I would play it because I wanted to play it with my best friend. And he was way better than me. I mean... If I were to score, I would I would go crazy because how, of how hard and difficult it was at times to score against him. He is really good at hockey to me. 
and especially when he was playing against me he was so good all I knew was to pass in one timer you know it's like I was just hoping for that one timer to go into the net at least once a game please let me just score once I didn't want to be shut out by Greg and which he he did quite a bit but that wouldn't frustrate me those were games that did not frustrate me um because I went in knowing that he was going to be way better than me. But then there's games like Call of Duty. But yet, he's still so good. He's so much better than me at some of these shooter games. Um, there's there's only a handful of games that I can proudly pat myself on the back and say, Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit better than Greg. But Vic 20 is just... He's good. He, he loves war games and um he's good at it he's really good but yet those games are the ones that really frustrate me because it's not that I want to beat him it's just I want us to win you know and I just begin to get very irate you know have you ever heard the saying, I do the things that I hate? Like, it is so true. Like, I begin to talk and I begin to say things that I hate. And I hate playing Call of Duty sometimes because of how toxic and how people will just spew the most file stuff. But yet, I've seen my own self begin to act just like that. And I don't like it. I get so frustrated. And I want to change that. Like, I love to build people up. I mean, that's just my thing. I love to build and and speak words that encourage people. But yet... The frustration of Call of Duty in some of these games causes me to just do the opposite of what I love to do. So what do I do? I mean, there have been games where I intentionally went in saying, you know what? Every time someone shoots me, I'm just going to speak a blessing over them. Or I'm going to encourage that person. Or I'm going to say something just so way out crazy nice to this person that kills me. And I can hear Craig laugh. (laughs) Because it is funny. He's so used to me yelling and screaming like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that dude just shoot me! And I just go off out of my stupidity of... Allowing frustration to get the best of me. Greg and I have played Fortnite since the day it came out. And I miss those days. I miss when PC gamers didn't know what they were doing. I miss the days of playing Fortnite and no one knew the map. I miss the days of playing Fortnite and, man, winning a lot 
Like, I remember the first time I ever played Fortnite, I won. My first time ever of playing a battle royale game, I won it. Because I understood the concept, and I knew that I needed to be the last person standing, and it felt so good. But then the game started changing. Was it that the game changed, or was it that the gamers were starting to get really good? And then when they added crossplay and allowed us to play with other Xbox and PlayStation users, was that's that that's completely fine with me. But the moment they allowed PC to come in, frustrated me because. It's a totally disadvantage when someone is using a mouse and a keypad and the other person is using a controller. Big time. Like, you can tell the people that are playing PC on that game because of the way they they build. They can build a 100-story fort in just less than 10 seconds. When... I, on the other hand, haven't been able to build anything. And it's so discouraging to me that I just don't even build. I just don't. I've learned to play the game on my feet, and I've learned to win the game on my feet. So I don't build. And so it's frustrating to me when I play. And so Greg and I have played many times, and we still play it. We we play it almost daily together. It's our bro time. It's the time that we come together and, hey, how was your day type of thing. But but then we get involved in the game, and then these words come out of our mouths. Man, I'm going to delete this game. It is trash because we get so frustrated. But as a gamer, and as you're listening to this, you understand this as well. Not every day you're going to be the best. Meaning, not every day that I play, I'm, I'm going to be doing really good. There have been so many days here lately that I pl- get on and start playing, whether it's Call of Duty or Fortnite. And the moment I start playing it, I can, I can already tell you that I am not going to do well. I mean, I automatically tell Greg right away. It's like either I can feel it and I'm like I can sense it and I just know that I know that I know. It has nothing to do with my frustration or anger or anything. It's just like, man, I'm just tired. And my mind is not in the game and I'm going to be a weak link in this session of gaming. I can feel it. But then I allow that to frustrate me. <laughs> so I know you as a gamer understand there are those days that we feel it and we know that we're going to do awesome. I mean, it's like we just know with confidence of, man, we are going to destroy everyone. Like our bullets are going to be 100% and they're going to land on everyone that comes around this corner and we're just going to be on top every game that we play today well there's been games i've felt like that and then there's games here lately where i'm like i know i'm going to be the the bottom 
and I'm gonna my my KO is gonna be horrible. But what do we do? What do we do in these situations where we play games? We love playing games, but some days we just feel very frustrated by them. Whether it's a level or something that we can't like like finish because of how hard it is or the difficulty or just maybe it's just the type of day we're having or call of duty is it just because everyone else is so much better than me or is it just because i am not feeling it but i allow that frustration to affect me a lot of times when i'm frustrated the only thing i know to do is to lay down the controller turn my back and to do something else yeah it would be the easiest just to delete the game from my system and never go back to it but these games are games that Greg and I we enjoy playing together and we find ourselves having fun we have fun more fun than we are frustrated at times but when the frustration starts settling in that's when we know that it's time for us to just put down the controller and call it a night you know there's there's rocks in our sandbox in life it's not necessarily just has to do with gaming maybe it has to do with work relationships marriages whatever whatever it is i i know that there's rocks that have caused us to stop and feel the feeling of frustration you know we play games to escape at times we we don't play games to be upset or to be frustrated and angry like there's been times that I've just been playing a game and just not feeling it and I put it down and it's just not the right season I mean same goes for like books or movies or whatnot just entertainment in general like we go through these seasons and it's just not the right time but yet something happens that causes you to remember that book or that movie or that game and you go back and you're like oh my gosh this is a great story like I remember playing a game that was pretty popular a couple of summers ago actually I think it was last summer and I got to a part of it and it wasn't that the story was difficult it was just or the game was difficult it was just there's something that happened that just caused me to put down the controller until later I didn't pick it up till 
probably six or seven months later to finish the game. And I enjoyed it. And I loved it. But it was just the timing. And it was just what was going on in the world. For instance, I enjoyed playing The Division. Division was was those one of those games where I picked up and I started playing. And I started watching YouTube and Twitch. And I just really wanted some more of the story, of the lore, of what was happening. And it was just really cool. But the March of 2020 when they put out a new map of New York and um, man we finished it but while we were playing it the news was talking about how this disease was coming to America and schools were closing businesses were closing and even big cities were closing and at the time we were playing in New York and at the time I had some friends that were in New York and when they came back New York had closed just like it did on my game So why do I bring this up? I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I know that episode 17 was a few weeks ago. I started back to work, and my life has been pretty busy lately. Um, I started the idea of doing a podcast on April 1st this year and then on April 3rd I announced that I was going to do a podcast and the name would be Channel 3 of course I announced it to my friends because no one else really knew me and I already had planned out like who I wanted to have on the show Because I wanted Channel 3 to be about the guest. About those that came on and to share their story. About their first and about just how video games has played a role in what they do in their life. And I thought that that alone would be an amazing story for someone to listen to. And I think it has. I've had some really amazing guests. I would say all the guests that I've had, all 15 or 16, have been amazing guests. From Vic 20 all the way to Jason Wallace. But I kind of saw the numbers rise and rise and rise and I saw the subs rise and rise and rise all the way 
tour the last four episodes, there was a massive decline. And I'm not going to lie, it caused me to be frustrated. Because each episode, there is some work. Um, One, to schedule a time to sit down and talk. And two, after the fact, going and having to edit and things, it, it takes some time. I try not to do a lot of editing because I want the conversation to be as pure as possible. But it started to wear on me that it... I'm only getting maybe 20 listeners an episode and I honestly had to step back or should I say I had to put the controller down because as you know the games that we play that causes us to feel a bit of frustration because the puzzle is a little bit too hard or the level is too hard, or we're just not seeing the full picture. We put down the controller, and we come back, whether it's a few hours later, or a few days later. And it seems like once we start playing, and we get through the stage, we kind of have that moment of like, wow, it really wasn't that difficult. So I'm just kind of wondering if our frustrations are because of just what type of day we're having, our moods, what, what, whatever. I, I don't understand sometimes, but I do know if we kind of step back, give it some time, and it just seems to be so much easier once we go through with it. Just like this whole ordeal. I'm trying to figure out my time because once I started the podcast, a little backstory, I was taking care of my mom and she was in the hospital and from the hospital, she went to a physical therapist place where she stayed and that was the whole month of April. So it gave me some time. It gave me some free time. It gave me some time that I wanted to use it to do something creative. And something that I've always wanted to do. And that's to have a podcast. And so that's exactly what I did. And I lined it up with some of my favorite people. People that I really really admire and really care and really love one being Vic 20 and of course Brandon and I love Robert and so on and so on and then I started bringing people on to channel 3 that I'd never met 
like Haley. And her story was so amazing. I wanted to use this as an outlet of sharing what I love to do. You know, when I got with my guest, understand, even though the show may have been only an hour and a half, we were actually sitting together for three hours talking about video games. And not the whole time that we we did not record everything. I mean, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff was some of the best stuff. That I was like, oh my gosh, I wish we were recording. But sometimes it just doesn't work out that way, does it? So I'm going to work on my frustrations playing games. I'm going to learn to even the most difficult games just to enjoy because I want to celebrate the games that people have created whether it's a game for me or not I want to celebrate them I'm tired of seeing tweets about how horrible a game is man some of the games that people are saying are horrible are some of my favorite games because they are great so I just want to encourage you today as you are listening maybe you do have some frustrations in your life right now maybe you're going through a difficult time maybe you find difficulty at school at work family friends relationships whatever it is I pray that you would ask that just like the boy in the story asked his father to remove the rock from his sand box that you can do the same today Whatever the rocks are that are causing you to be frustrated, I hope that today you're able to just remove them so you can be joyful and happy and smile or do what gamers do. Put down the controller and come back later. This has been Channel 3, the episode about just being frustrated. I'm glad that you tuned in. And I just want you to know as the listener that it means a lot to me that you do come, that you do take time out of your day to listen to this podcast. My plan is to continue, whether it's to have guests or to just talk on topics that gamers deal with. So continue to check back 
And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Do I want to do it weekly, bi-weekly, once a month? I also want to get to the place where I am editing and I am producing a show that is extremely entertaining. Something that you would want to tell your friends about. Something that you would want others to listen to. So that's what I'm working on. Getting the equipment to make a really fantastic and produced podcast. But for those of you that have been with me since episode one, thank you so much. I'm going to continue. I'm just in that place that I'm trying to figure out exactly what channel three is going to look like. I'm still allowing the hands of creativity to continue to shape and mold this because what I do know is I want to continue to share the love of gaming with you and also bringing very interesting guests that have great stories. So again, thank you for tuning in to this episode.